This program is sponsored by TC Sports on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Final hour of the program, Jimmy B and TC here on the Big Talker 1700. Glad to have you part of our day and your day out there as we talk some sports here. A lot going on on the local front that we've talked about. We've hit a lot of Hawkeyes, a lot of Cyclones here throughout the week. Today, some UNI Panthers with Gary Rima. Right now, we're going to go to, well, actually one of Brinson's favorite things to talk about, the NBA. John Cannon, our NBA insider from out in Northern California, now living here in the Metro. He joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Mr. Cannon, what's going on? How you doing, Trent? You know, I missed your uh, your chat with Ken Silverstein. Yes, I know he's um, one of your favorites. Can you give me a synopsis of uh, of his read on, on the Cavs offseason so far? Well, that's one thing we actually didn't even hit on. We talked oh, really? Big Ten okay. football. We talked Indians. We're saving the uh, Cavs for another day. Probably you know, I think actually that that, that actually says more than than he could have actually said with words. Yeah, it's they haven't done anything, right? They they have. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's kind of boring. Yeah, they're in they're in big big trouble. They really are. I you know people are just airmailing them into the finals this year. I don't see it. I really don't. I think now I'm my disclaimer, and I think you know this. You know I, I've known David Griffin for 25 years, mm-hmm. so. I have I've watched very carefully, you know, where he's been and what he's done. And I just, I think people, Dan Gilbert mainly, but other people also, really don't appreciate what he added to that franchise. I mean, LeBron James can say, I want this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy. you got to go make it work. you got to make it work with the salary cap and exceptions. And, and Griff made so many deals when he, he first became GM for guys with expiring contracts so that he'd have cap room and, um, and and even though the guy, the, the big thing when he and Gilbert decided to part ways was he wanted final say. He wanted a budget, and he wanted Gilbert out of the way. Gilbert would not give him that. I'll bet Gilbert wouldn't give that to Chauncey Billups, and I don't think Gilbert's going to give it to anybody else. And as long as he is going to have the final say over every deal made, they don't have a chance. So you have a a roster that just does not look complete. And, you know, we talked about this during the finals, John, about one through three, one through even four. The difference wasn't huge. To me, it was the difference between five through eight, though, and, and the depth of the cast yeah. that they didn't have. They haven't done anything to do that. Plus, you're putting on some of these veterans another year on the tank for them by the time you get to June and get to the finals. I'm with you there. It's not the slam dunk that a lot of people think that they're going to be back there. And then you couple that with the fact that it doesn't look like LeBron's going to be there after next year either. I don't think anybody would have anticipated this going back a couple of summers when LeBron made the decision to come back to Cleveland that it would come together the way it did and looks like it's falling apart just as quickly. Well, he 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 was smart. He He made sure that he had short-term deals, not only because it gives him the out, but because it really puts pressure on the team to continue to work as hard as they could to get better. And and I, I was shocked when Gilbert was so ready to let Griffin walk when LeBron loves him. Right. And and, 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 and as long as he was there churning and, and trying to, to 
kind of share vision with LeBron about what direction the team was going to go and, and making those things happen, I think LeBron felt like they really had a chance, and I think he, he would have been much more likely to stay had they had a really good year this year, which, okay, I could be wrong, and they might, you know, they might still go to the finals this year. But I, I think if they don't, there's no way he stays. But, you know, these, there are a lot of bad owners in the NBA and in all of pro sports, Trent. And the, the more you, you really watch what goes on with these teams and you think about it in the context of your own life and jobs you've had where the boss became the boss for some reason other than skill at the job. And let's face it, owners don't become owners because they were really good at running a basketball team. Then they got to become an owner. They got, they got their money often as being a silent partner in, in some equity deal somewhere. Suddenly they had a billion dollars. Okay, I'm going to go buy an NBA team and I'm going to run it. Well, you don't know how to run it. You don't know how to run a team. You don't know how to run anything. You couldn't run a, a deli and, and you're trying to run a basketball team. It doesn't work, and, and that's why you have a handful of, of people in each sport and who really get it and understand that you hire good people and you get out of the way. At Robert Kraft, you know, in football is a great example, and, and it's hard to come up with another one. The, yeah. the 49ers' ownership completely messed up that situation they had a few years ago there. Mm-hmm. And, and there are a lot more examples like that than there are examples where, like the Warriors and uh, and and the Patriots and, and these teams where the owners really get out of the way and let people do their job and, and let them create a good, fun work environment. People are blasting the Warriors because Kevin Durant took less money to stay there. Well, he likes it there. <laughs> yes. you know, he, and he went there. He didn't go there to wear a Warrior uniform. He went there to play with those guys who came to the Hamptons to meet with him. And for him to, to take the max contract knowing they'd have to renounce the rights to Andre Iguodala, well, that was never going to happen. So that's, that's the spirit that the Warriors have. It comes from Lakeup. It, it works its way down. And, and they, it's really a one-for-all and all-for-one deal. And that's why Iguodala went to the Hamptons to recruit a guy who plays his position. <laughs> he was willing to do that. And, and people look at that and they go, oh, no, the, the Warriors are a super team. Well, they are a team, except for Durant, built entirely through drafts and trades and free agents nobody else wanted. And, and then, yes, they've added Durant, and now they're a super team. But they're also a super place to work. And, and nobody leaves there voluntarily unless they get a massive upgrade like Luke Walton did. And other than that, people are in there for the duration. Durant was the tipping point. Did you see him uh, mean-mugging the camera last night after Peyton Manning was making fun of him at the ESPYs? Doesn't he have to have a little bit of fun with this? I, he's too serious. Put a smile on your face, Durant. You know, I... Again, Trent, the guy can't win. It means something to him what people think. Now, you could argue that it shouldn't, mm-hmm. but then he becomes a bad guy who doesn't care what people think about him. Now people are, are blasting him because he, he's sensitive about that. He, 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 this is still the guy that knows those front-row season ticket holders in Oklahoma City by name and greets them when he goes there by name and employees around the arena. He's a nice guy. He didn't deserve that shot from Peyton Manning, I don't think. And I think he probably felt also that he didn't deserve it. And Peyton Manning, you know, if I were Peyton Manning, I would have checked ahead of time. Is it all right if I zing you with this? I, I don't, you know, I just don't think that was a classic. It didn't need to be done. It was like, okay, the whole sports world is here for this wonderful thing. Let's all laugh at Kevin Durant. I, I, I wouldn't have liked it either. 
Yeah, but that's part of it. I mean, you go to the ESPYs, you know, there's a chance somebody's going to crack on you. That, that, it goes with the territory. It's fun. There are a lot of ways to crack on you without that. That is obviously a very sore subject. It's been, it's been a year of him hearing things like that. And, and you'd think after he went, as you said, he's the tipping point. He went to the Warriors, and he won the MVP, and he played fabulously. And he didn't go there and get a ring because Steph Curry scored 60 points a game in the finals. He went there, and he carried them at times to the championship. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do I have to do to get people to stop saying that kind of thing? Now, if you, if you want to say it in five years, all right. But right now, I think, it, I think that was, that was too, too soon too, and uncalled for. And especially, I'll say it, because it was a female team. I think that's an extra shot that, you know, I, I just think that was a massive shot, Fred. Not a, not a little, hey, I'm pinging you. I think that was a massive shot to a guy who's a nice guy that, that didn't deserve it. And, and if you want to blast him for caring what people think, have at it. Yeah. Who cares? You know, I, I got you there. I I think you took it a step further, though, with the I – I didn't read it that way at all with the, the women's team blast. And I, I guess uh, if it was a joke, uh, the Astros are off to a good start, the Dodgers, something like that. I don't know. Did you I, see I the meme? Did you see that the, immediately on Twitter there's a picture of him in a leotard? <laughs> I didn't see that. I did immediately. Of course, of course. Twitter's always yeah. good for a chuckle too. I, I yeah. got you. I got you. Okay. Well, now with uh, we talked about the Cavs. Neither of us are real excited about what they haven't quote done, done this uh, off season. How about Durant's old team, the Thunder? You get a one year rental, and we know that's what it's going to be with Paul George. What they can do defensively with Westbrook with George. Roberson, yeah, he can't shoot a lick, but he can play D. Patrick Patterson, Steven Adams, they can play some D here, at least something that could be entertaining come playoff time if we see them against the Warriors, or is, again, this just window dressing, and it's inevitable. The Warriors got the championship in 2018. Well, I, I, I think both those things can be true. I think, I think the Warriors are going to win the championship in 2018, barring an injury to Durant or Curry. Uh, but I think Presti's brilliant. I really do. And I think this was a great, a great move by him, uh, rather than just kind of going into rebuilding mode early. And I mean, he, he he's taken a swing, man. And because, and again, everybody's favorite villain, Kevin Durant, told Paul George, "Keep your mind open about this. You might. It's a great place to be. You might. It's an upgrade from Indianapolis. <laughs> he said, you might. You know, you might really love it if you, if his game fits with." With Westbrook's game, um, you know he could he could wind up not leaving. I mean, I don't think it's a it's a foregone conclusion that he's going to leave after this year. If they have a great year and they have something going, and maybe they get to the to the Western Conference Finals, uh, maybe they maybe they knock the Warriors off. Mm-hmm. But I just I, I think it's a great chance by Presti to swing the bat, see what happens. Let's take a shot at this thing, and if it doesn't work and we lose them after a year. Okay, they they got rid of a huge contract as part of that too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. It, it it makes a lot of sense. And you mentioned Presti. I mean, people will always kill him for what happened with James Harden. I, that is going to go down with him. That'll be part of you know the the front part of his resume forever when people talk about him. But the other moves that have happened to him, what what has gone on that's been out of his control, he's at least trying. I like that. I, there are plenty of teams yeah. and organizations out there right now that look at 
the hierarchy of the NBA and said, oh, the heck with it. It's not even worth trying. We're seeing that over in Chicago right now, I mean, of what they're doing over yeah. there. Uh, Houston's making a run here. Do you like what they're doing with Paul? And secondly, would you like Carmelo to join the mix there as well as Ben rumored? Yeah, I got to tell you, man, I don't get the whole Carmelo thing. I don't get why people think he's an addition when he doesn't play any defense at all. Yeah. And this league is more of a two-way league now than it's ever been, Trent. Yeah. You can't hide somebody who can't play defense anymore. Even Harden stepped up his defensive game last year. And, and you never thought that would happen. I'm sure when, and when Presti was making his decision about how he was going to do, you know, Harden was a different player. And, and even last year he became a different player than he'd been before. So I think... I don't think Carmelo helps them. I do like what they've done. I think that Maury is one of those guys who is very sharp, and he's got a little Billy Bean in him, and that you know, a few years ago he was ahead of the curve on the analytics, and now the rest of the league's caught up to him, um, which is a bummer for him because he, you know, he, he said they used to, to go into the draft and there'd be a guy you know, late second round that he, they had like 24th on their board. And, and he said, that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> now the rest of the league likes the same guys that, that his people like. So, uh, so I like Houston. I think that, um, I think the West is just going to be unbelievable next year. And when I gave you guys the spin about, you know, I think the Warriors can win 75 or 78 games, um, I was not thinking that the teams in the West would be as aggressive, really at the expense of the East, that there'd be that many players willing to go from the East to the West to take that on, I, I don't think they'll hit that number. I think they could they could get over 70, though, just because of the continuity of bringing well, – they have like 11 guys back from last year, and they're the top 11. They didn't lose anybody in their, in their, in their rotation or even their sub-rotation. So they're still going to be really a handful, but I think the West is going to be a lot of fun to watch. I'm with you, and we haven't even uh, mentioned the team that actually might get me real excited about the NBA next year, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Your thoughts yeah. on, on what they did. Teague comes in to take over Rubio at the point guard position. Uh, disappointing news, uh, what, about a week ago, Justin Patton, who they got in the first round uh, with that pick swap that they had undergoing uh, broken foot surgery. But overall, Taj Gibson comes in. Is this a playoff team at the very least? It's, I think it's a team that's going to be in the hunt for a, for a playoff spot. And I, I think the, the Thibodeau-Butler thing is going to be really important to watch because – there aren't that many situations where a coach and player who were at one place together and then a few years pass and they get together again where it's really worked that well. You know, Butler, again, he's a different guy than he was when Thibodeau had him. He was not the star on the team when Thibodeau had him. He was becoming a star, but he wasn't there yet. Now he's, you know, now he's, he's a different guy. And, and so Butler's from a really interesting background. I don't know if you know, he was adopted. Um, by you know, we was just kind of living on people's couches in high school, and and uh, was adopted by uh, a family that, that just took him in and and uh, and raised him the rest of the way. And he has um, so he's got some grounding that a lot of kids don't have. But so he may be able to to really mesh with Thibodeau. Thibodeau is not a mesher, you know. Yeah. Thibodeau's a guy that kind of lays out the way it should go, and and uh, and that's the way it should go. Butler may still be up for that. He may not be, so that's one thing to watch. But, but I do think they got some. They've got great young talent, and and they will play defense, which, as we talked about, is going to be critically important to, to succeed, especially in the West. If you don't defend in the West, 
you're going to win 15 games. Talk with John Cannon as we take a look at the NBA, the offseason, pretty much in the books. What is it? Nerlens Noel is about uh, the only free agent of note that's still hanging out there. And then you got some aging veterans, a guy like Derek Rose, things like that. But pretty much the moving parts are over, and it's uh, summer league time. Have you gotten into the summer league, or with no, the I, being so I, good, I'm, you don't care? I'm, I am fascinated by how big the summer league became this year, yes, really. Yes. I mean, it, it wasn't like this last year. It was. It was bigger last year. There was there were games on TV. NBA TV's been carrying the games for a while, but now I mean, you see it on ESPN. You see uh, summer league scores. You see box scores. It, it's it's funny. It's really just in the last couple of years. And I'm going to give the Warriors a lot of credit for this. It has become a 12 month sport. Yeah. And and so, but but don't make me watch it. I'm glad it's, you know <laughs> people are having it, having a good time with it. Yep. And I, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. I, you know, I, I can barely watch the '82. You know, I, I'm, right. I can't start watching summer league games. Yeah, yeah, it it really stretches things out, and, and there'll be moments where I'll flip it on, and I'll be watching. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. Oh yeah, that guy. That's fun. Okay, and then five, well, six, I think seven minutes in, here, it's, it's bad. Bad. Like, who's that guy? Yeah, right. I mean, the, the, uh, the I was looking at, uh, I think it was the Warriors box. Yesterday, it just wound up in front of me on on uh, online, and and they had like twenty guys on the team. Ten, they had they had ten DNP coaches' decisions in that game. So I don't know how you'd ever keep up with who's you know actually playing. But I, I think for fans here, it, it, it's great that now these guys Burton and and it's, there's a handful of, of Iowa guys playing summer league ball, and they can follow them. I think that's fantastic. Yes, I'm right there with you. That it is a great thing to see. Well, the summer normally means baseball time after the NBA gets over, but your Giants are god awful, John. I, you know, I just, I, I, everybody is just scratching their heads. There is no real answer that makes sense except that they really had a brutal second half last year. So this didn't come completely out of nowhere. Everyone was hoping that the second half last year was an aberration, but. When you put the last 12 months together, it's like 163 your games, and they've lost 100. I mean, it's really, really bad. And and to have the players they have playing as poorly as they're playing, and Buster's having a great year, yeah. um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a head-scratcher. It really is. And there's, there are not a lot of ways out of it other than those guys just playing better. Crawford and Belt and and these guys who have who've been good in the past, will they become good again, or was that just kind of a few years of fun and, and now it's over? And now you can almost dig in, Trent, to, to their World Series championships and go, okay, 14 was a fluke. Mm-hmm. 14 was a one-man championship. Yep, That was Madison Bumgarner just will carry them to it. And if, and if that series had, ironically, if that series had been in a National League ballpark, and he had come out in Game 7 to do what he did, he would have had to bat twice. And it would have been totally different. You know, all he had to do was go to the mound, go to the bench, go to the mound, go to the bench. But you've got a rhythm in, in the American League as a pitcher, there's nothing to disturb it. Mm-hmm. And, and so they won that one. 12, they pulled completely out of there. You know what? They were dead three different times in, along the playoffs. And Lincecum, out of the bullpen... <laughs> Zito down 3-1 against the Cardinals. Zito wins the game. 
they were down two nothing against the Reds, and in a, in a five gamer, uh, Posey hits a grand slam to win a game. I mean, it was it was white knuckled the whole way. They weren't better than the other teams. They just played better in the games where it mattered, and and really you could make the argument the same for 2010. So they didn't have. When you look back now at all that, they didn't have that much margin. They weren't the Patriots. You know, they were just a little bit better at key times, and Bochy's management of the bullpen was perfect. And and last year, that all just started to fall apart. He'd push a button, and the thing would blow up. And it's like, well, wait a minute, that never happens. And they started pushing other buttons and pushing different buttons, and it didn't matter, didn't change anything. So I think, in a way, it's it's time to just really appreciate, for Giants fans, what has happened the last six years has been really special. And now we're in there slugging it out, looking 25 games up at the Dodgers, who look like they, they may win you know 110 games a year for the next 10 years. Well, that's baseball in general anymore. And it's funny, there are people out there that just want to, oh, let's get to the World Series and Dodgers and the Astros, and it's not the way baseball works. Uh, just go back to last no. year. The Cubs were one side of the equation, the best team in baseball. The Indians... Nobody gave that shot a team going into the playoffs. What that they had in front of them, Toronto, the Red Sox, everybody else in the American yeah. League, the Rangers, and they were without their number two and number three starters. No Carlos Carrasco, no Danny Salazar. It was Kluber and a bunch of junk, and they were a couple plays away from winning the world championship. Baseball is such a crapshoot. You can't just say, oh, bring me Dodgers Astros. There's too much that can happen in the playoffs. Well, Brian, that's worked in the Giants' favor all yes, these years. Yes. And, and and even last year, it worked against them. The Cubs kind of out-giantsed the Giants in that series. They were they were down. They should have lost Game 4 and, and been going against Cueto in Game 5 at Wrigley. Could easily have lost that series. Mm-hmm. And when you look back at the, at the plays, the runs they scored, the consecutive hits that they got, they were broken bats. They were seeing-eye singles. You know, everyone maligned the Giants' bullpen, but most of those guys did their job. They came in and they got the ground ball they needed. It just didn't go any place where they could do anything with it. And and so that's how the Cubs got into the next round. And sometimes that's all it takes. You, you survive something like that, and then you know, but you still thought they'd mow down the Indians, right? Yes. And not even though, and they got Schwarber back in the World Series because the DH, and they still struggled. So, yes, I, I agree with you. I think Houston's fascinating. I really do. I remember a few years ago, people were not only you know laughing at that team, but people were angry about the way they were managing their roster. Uh, there was a guy, I think it might have been Springer, that they kept in the minor leagues an extra month and a half so they wouldn't have to deal with his option at the normal time. Um, and everyone was saying, oh, that's going to you know make people really mad. They're not going to want to sign there, and, and which in baseball is kind of a big deal you know, because you, most of the guys you're trying to sign have options. And, and man, they used those draft picks very well while they were terrible, and, and they just look fantastic right now. Well, John, we are out of time. We need to get together soon because I believe you owe me lunch in one of the biggest blowouts in sports radio betting history. You gave me 30 points in Game 4, and the Cavs won it by, what, 21, something like that? 20-something, yeah. It started with a 2. <laughs> I know that for sure. Yes, I do owe you, and I think the the price of that is like a taco, right? It Isn't is that the running. Is that a running taco? Is that a, that's 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 what uh, that's what the bets at uh, at the big the big sports uh, <laughs> station um, go for these days. So I will 
I will have to uh, drop a taco on you at some point soon. Absolutely. That's all we can afford in the radio biz. You know that well as yes. well. Yes, I know that well. <laughs> Be good, John. We'll talk again right. soon. Appreciate it. All right, my friend. Thank you. Bye-bye. John Cannon. You can find him on Twitter at Sports. Lots of fun stuff with him. And always good talking a little NBA. Kind of putting a cap on the free agency period. Our NBA insider here for Jimmy B and TC. Coming up on the other side, another guy that knows a thing or two about the NBA knows something about this market as well. He's Bill Ryder. You hear him here on 1700. On the evening shift from 5 until 9 o'clock nationally with CBS Sports Radio. Worked for the Des Moines Register for a number of years. He's going to join us coming up on the other side. It's Jimmy B and TC. On the Big Talker, 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest. But we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms, and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Are you ready for some barbecue? Big Al's Barbecue is happy to announce his second location is now open at the Ramada Inn at Army Post and Floor Drive. With two Big Al's locations, there's no reason to miss out on some of the best barbecue in the Des Moines area. Big Al cooks all his meat low and slow to make it fall off the bone. And with homemade sauces and sides to choose from, you're sure to leave satisfied. Place your order now for Big Al to cater your private event. Don't forget the original Big Al's East Side location just 900 feet north of the A.E. Cows on Hubble Avenue. Come eat Southern-style barbecue cooked by an Asian man on the east side and now open on the south side of Des Moines. Big Al's Barbecue. Big Al's Barbecue is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Big Al's Barbecue gift certificates for only $25. Yep, that's a sweet deal. $50 worth of Big Al's Barbecue certificates for only $25. There's a limited number and they're sure to go fast. So get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. 
TC back with you running solo here today. We'll take you up until 3 o'clock this afternoon. You hear him in the evenings, 5 until 9 o'clock. He is Bill Ryder on 1700 KBGG and across CBS Sports Radio. And he's joining us right now, a guy that always good to hear from the national guys that we hear from on the station, but a local connection on top of it. Bill, what's happening, my man? It is so great to be on in Des Moines. I, I, I spent many wonderful years in the Des Moines Register. My wife, Lori, and I got married in Des Moines. I'll be back in Des Moines to see family in September. So, And I'm from, I'm from Dubuque, so it's great to be on in Iowa. Ah, Dubuque guy, Eastern Iowa. So did that mean you grew up like uh, all of us in Eastern Iowa, grew up a Hawkeye fan? I, am, I grew up a huge Hawkeye fan, a huge Cubs fan, and unfortunately a huge Bears fan. Yeah, in, in fact, my, my parents, I went to Missouri, but my parents, both went to Iowa, and many, many family members went to the University of Iowa, too. All right. So you know this rivalry here that we have in the state very well. Uh, different in central Iowa, and that's something that I learned when I moved here to Des Moines a decade ago, is just how different the rivalry is from where it is on the other parts of the state. Uh, looking back upon it, the rivalry Iowa-Iowa State, you've been all over the place now. You've been across the country. Where would you put it? Where would you rate it the importance of what Iowa State means in terms of a rivalry for the state? I think it's an amazing rivalry. I, had to, I actually had this conversation with my radio producer the other day, like undervalued or, or underappreciated rivalries, and I brought up Iowa-Iowa State, and I pointed to a couple of reasons. Like, first of all, Iowa obviously doesn't have a professional sports team, so those two schools are the equivalent of professional sports. And the other thing is, I can remember, I mean, I'm old enough to remember back when the Hawkeyes football team was great, but every single year it felt like Iowa State would beat them in one of those first three or four games of the season, destroying Ferentz's chances at making a magical miracle run to a national championship. And I can also remember, like, Dr. Tom Davis. I was actually at his final game when they forced him out when Iowa was this incredible, incredible college basketball program, and they're on the rise again, and I was there when Iowa State started to assert itself and really surpass the Hawkeyes, so a lot of my friends who are Hawkeyes fans started to hear and see a lot of chirping from a lot of Cyclone fans. It is a, it is a great rivalry, and I'm not going to lie, even though I'm in New York, I constantly send obnoxious text messages to my Iowa State friends <laughs> whenever the opportunity allows. Got to do it. That's part of this rivalry and what makes it so much fun. Bill Ryder, you hear him here on 1700 and CBS Sports Radio, 5 until 9 o'clock on the Big Talker 1700. So uh, take us back to your time back here in Des Moines. Uh, I believe looking at your resume, what, 03 to 06 is the time you spent with the register? Yeah, it was. It, maybe even, I might even have snuck in there in 02. And um, I wasn't a sports writer at the time. I covered, I, you know, like I wrote features. Uh, a guy named Ken Fusen and a guy named Mike Kylan. Ken's now working down at Simpson College, and Mike Kylan still at the Des Moines Register were, were mentors and guys that I looked up to. And growing up a Hawkeye fan, the first sports story I ever wrote was on Chris Kingsbury. If, you're, if your listeners yes. remember, the dude used to shoot three-pointers from like the half, almost the half-court line, and he just sort of vanished, right? So I went and I found him in some small town in Nebraska. He didn't want to talk to me. I got snowed in, so I wrote a story on him, and I fell in love with being a sports writer, transitioned to that, and moved on, obviously, and went to Kansas City. But my time in Iowa was the most joyous time of my life as a, as a newspaper writer because growing up in Dubuque, and I worked at the Telegraph Herald, and they were great to me, but the Des Moines Register in Des Moines, like that was the center of the universe. That was the career goal. My grandparents both lived in Des Moines. My grandfather passed away a few years ago. My grandma's still there. I'll be back for her 90th birthday in a few months. And so Des Moines was always this sort of magical idea. If I could get there, I'd made it. And so, yeah, in 2002, 2003, when, uh, when a guy named Paul Anger and, and, um, hired me, 
and and brought me in and Rick Tapscott to to the Des Moines Register. For me, it was like whatever happens going forward. Like I I made it. I'm at the newspaper that I grew up reading. It was a very special thing. Well, Bill, I remember reading your work a lot when you uh, made the move to a national scale at Fox Sports, and you see what is happening and FoxSports.com, what has happened to it. As somebody, though, you do a lot of different things. You have a TV, a digital entity. You have the radio show. You do writing at CBSSports.com. When you see what's happening at FoxSports.com and the move to everything being video, just your thoughts in general and, and, and the marketplace for people like us in the sports radio business, in the sports business in, in general. Yeah, it, it breaks my heart. In fact, I got a text message last night from another friend of mine because I was at Fox. FoxSports.com was the first place to ever hire me as a national guy. And um, the folks who were part of that decision have long since left. But like the Des Moines Register, like that place, you know, treated me better than I deserved to be treated and sent me toward a life I probably didn't, I haven't earned. Like I was very, very, very lucky in the people that I worked with. And a friend of mine got let go yesterday, like one of the final people there. And it's a reminder, whether it's the newspaper business, which I love, even though I'm not in it anymore, or it's the radio business, which I love and I'm still in like you are. It's a really difficult world to continue, not just to make a living, but like to try to be relevant with all the competition, with how quickly the Internet and technology has sort of changed things. But I'm a journalist at heart. Like, I still read newspapers every day. I still read the Des Moines Register online. Like, I am a fan of newspapers, particularly the ones that were, that were gracious enough to give me a job. And what happened at FoxSports.com, and I, I get it. Like, at CBSSports.com, we are heavily focused on video. There's a lot of money to be made in it, and I think it has a lot of value. But I think Fox is being remarkably short-sighted, for me at least, people who can do radio and talk at length, people who can go on video, people who can write all of those things can and should be interconnected in places like that website that you mentioned. They should understand that there's multiple ways to bring value. I find it really, really disappointing that's the direction they're going. Bill Ryder with us, a national personality with CBSSports.com and here on CBS Sports Radio on the Draft House 50 hotline. All right, Bill, uh, let's jump over to uh, things that are happening right now. You mentioned you grew up a Cubs fan over in Dubuque. So... Jose Quintana, yeah. numbers this year have taken a step back. The weird thing that I saw, strikeout numbers are up. Strikeouts per nine up, walks are up, but home runs per nine up in a big, big way. Did they get a deal here in Quintana, something that they've been searching for for the last year and a half, a young, controllable arm that they can have a part of that rotation for a while? Yeah, I'm really conflicted, and I'm a, I'm a huge Cubs fan. I was lucky enough to be at the World Series. I grew up on them. I grew up on them. I mean, I still, like, I still own a place near the Iowa Cubs fly with the Iowa Cubs games all the time. I'm a big believer in, in young assets and in not giving those away. I think it's the right way to build an, an organization and a franchise. And I, I, get, I get it. The Cubs already have their core. They are young. Their offense, despite this year's weird championship hangover, is remarkable. And so you can spend those things. You can go out and you can send some of these assets and these minor leaguers out into the world to bring an arm back, especially, like you said, one that's controllable. But it was a pretty steep price. I mean, they paid the price that it would have taken to get Quintana last year when he was really great. But you nailed it. I mean, Epstein is a numbers guy. He's a sabermetrics guy. And that strikeouts per nine innings, the fact that he's at a career high, I'm sure Epstein thinks that it's been bad luck. I'm sure in his calculus, when he looks at the numbers and he crunches them the way people like that who see baseball that way do, he sees a solid and incredible arm still. And I don't think it's the worst move because as much as the Cubs are struggling to make the postseason, it doesn't matter if they get there, if they don't have an arm or two, to try to jumpstart a little momentum and some of that confidence 
maybe Kyle Hendricks, after the All-Star break now, coming back from injury, can be that guy. But to throw another arm in the mix, it, it's smart, and I get that it's smart, but I'm still conflicted because I hate giving away young assets for one pitcher where you don't know if it's going to work out. Bill, around here we've been waiting all season long for something to ignite this team. You know how important the Cubs are, certainly here in this market with the AAA affiliation with the iCubs. Many people believe this is going to be something that pushes them, but, boy, they've had a long time. My argument has been this week, we can't use the excuse anymore that's been thrown out there, a World Series hangover. We've all had hangovers. At least most of us have had hangovers. They don't last this long. It's time to get past that and figure out what needs to happen for this team to get going because they're too talented to play this poorly. I agree, and I probably should admit this on the air because I'm too old for this, but my wife... um had a like surprise me at dinner when I got home late last night from the show. I woke up with a hangover, and it's gone. Like you get up, you go to work, you kiss your kids, right? Like you do your life. That's the way. That's the way that it works. I'm totally. But I think that I really think that's what's going on. I mean, um, Bryant hasn't been nearly as dynamic as he should be. Last year was the MVP, and he's playing a little bit better of late. Addison Russell hasn't just been off offensively. He's been off defensively. Obviously, Kyle Schwarber is an utter and total disaster. Like you go down the list, and Theo has said this. There's something missing in that clubhouse. These guys need to get it together. And I, I get it. Like, that World Series was the most emotional thing I've ever been a part of as a sports fan. And I've ever seen, just in terms of watching the players' reaction, because I was in Cleveland for Game 7, I was covering that event, that, that World Series. I, you're right. Too bad. Get over it. Go out there and start playing baseball the way you're capable of. Bill Ryder with us here. Hey, Bill, we will let you go on this. Uh, if you can, for people that haven't heard the show as you made the move now over there for weekdays from 5 until 9 o'clock here locally on CBS Sports Radio, uh, just explain a little bit what you do on the national scene, what you talk about, and, and for people uh, to get involved with your show as you host Ryder Than You. Yeah, so it's a few things. Like I was sort of taught that you do these shows when you're a radio host for the listener, and that's a real thing and a real privilege. So like, this, this is not a show where we – I don't, I still don't understand this style of radio. We don't demean our listeners. We invite them to participate. And I mean it. Like, call in, send me a tweet, send me an email. We tailor what we talk about as best we can because it's national to what people want to talk about. And, and I know my New York producers don't love this, but like, I'm a Midwesterner, and I lived in L.A. for four years. Like, we are not going to be one of these talk shows that pretend that the Red Sox and the Yankees are the only story on the face of the earth or the Giants or, or the Jets. Like, we are going to do a show for the entire country, and we are going to be true to who we are. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have fun. I, I like to think we're kind of funny. We're not going to take ourselves too seriously, but we're going to be viciously candid when necessary, including, even though I'm based in New York, pointing out that the world does not revolve around New York City. So that means you, you will be uh, talking a little college football coming up here? Oh, I can't wait. In fact, back in my writing days, I used to like make a pilgrimage down to Tuscaloosa to like spend time with Nick Saban so he could tell me how stupid I am. And but he's a great coach. So, yeah, we are. I am. I cannot. I was just telling this to a buddy. I cannot wait for college football and the NFL and frankly college basketball to roll. And I love the NBA, but those three sports to roll back around. Are you going to make it to Kinnick Stadium when you're back in Iowa? You know what? I actually, I, I'm lucky enough that I now get to sort of travel where I want to travel. So I, yeah, like I, my wife loves Iowa, and our plan is to go back there. You know, when when sort of when we're able to. So as long as the Hawkeyes can do their thing, come on, parents, I need you to, I need you guys to be great. As long as I can just like sell it to my bosses, yes, I plan to go back for quote unquote work. Absolutely, sounds great. Well, a couple big ones at Kinnick this year, right at the end of September, Penn State comes to town. 
and then the Buckeyes in November. If they're both relevant, then uh, we might have to clink a glass together and uh, watch the Buckeyes and the Hawkeyes. I'm in. We'll charge CBS Sports and see if it goes through. <laughs> I like how that goes. <laughs> Bill, you'd be good. Appreciate it. Looking forward to listening to you more and more. Five to nine here on 1700 and CBS Sports Radio, Rider Than You. Thanks for your time today, Bill. Thanks. I really enjoyed it. Bill Ryder, good stuff out of him. A Iowan on the big scene, CBS Sports Radio. Always love to see stuff like that. We'll put a cap on things. Coming up on the other side, uh, lots to talk about as we get ready for our final night of relaxation. No baseball. Things get started again tomorrow night. It'll be the Cubs in Baltimore to start the second half. Their new acquisition, Jose Quintana. Some final thoughts on that one. Getting through the Thursday into Friday and the weekend right around the corner. Jimmy B and TC with you on the Draft House 50 hotline. That was Bill Ryder. We'll be back with more here in just a moment. Big news, big talk. Join me, Diana Kelly, every Saturday morning at 10 for what's happening in your neighborhood with Inside Iowa. On 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable. Uh, (laughs) it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it's, I don't know, it's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, My underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. Life's never perfect, but as realtors, we know living it in the perfect place can make a big difference. Imagine watching your toddler vomit all over the hardwood floors when you almost settled for carpet. Screaming loudly into a pillow in that private first floor master. Finding the mudroom covered in what you hope is mud and remembering why you wanted a mudroom. So get the perfect place to house all of life's imperfections. Get Realtor. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Hold everything for less. The Pack Store Save event is going on now at the Home Depot, and the shelves are full of smart storage solutions, like an HDX4 shelf storage unit, a special buy at just $19.88. It'll hold up to 600 pounds of whatever you've got, and you'll barely have to lift your wallet. Come get organized at the Pack Store Save event, going on now, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valve through August 23rd, U.S. only. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. This is a show where we take more calls than any other talk show in North America. The reason is, is we talk about you right in front of you every day. So thanks for being here. The Dave Ramsey Show on the big talker. 1700 KBGG. Count it down. Let's hear a great debt-free scream. Uh, three, two, one. I'm debt-free! Yeah! 
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. Trust. Quality. Value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Jim Brenson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, we are back one final time. Trent Condon solo edition. Brinson off for, uh, who knows, a while. He said he's going to stop by maybe Tuesday, Wednesday next week for a, a segment or two. We'll see. We'll be all right, though. Right? It's summertime. And it's baseball time. Jimmy B doesn't love baseball, so we'll get through this. We'll battle through. We're going to be a-okay. Don't you worry. We got Wolfgang here tomorrow. Be a lot of fun with him. Busy show today. Lots of great guests. If you miss any portion of the show, you can always find it over on our podcast page over at 1700kbgg.com. Just go there. Click on the show's link. You'll go right to Jimmy B and TC. Find everything. We talked to you and I, Panthers, with Gary Rima today. Ken Silverstein on the Big Ten, NFL talk with Ryan Van Bibber, a little NBA with John Cannon, Bill Ryder, he was just here a moment ago. You hear him on CBS Sports Radio coming up later on today, starting at 5 o'clock. A lot of fun with him as well. You can catch all that over on the podcast page each and every day. We got a lot of Hawkeyes, a lot of Cyclone talk coming up tomorrow. Primetime League, Capital City League, putting a cap on things. In fact, uh, the last game of the regular season, I believe tonight, for the Capital City League over at Valley Southwood is going to have to 
make my way over there to my old stomping grounds and watch a little hoops. Hopefully we'll be able to see some of the big dogs. Haven't seen Cameron Laird in action personally this year. Looking forward. Hopefully he's going to be part of the mix tonight and make my way over. So a lot of observations from that coming up in tomorrow's show. One final night, there isn't a lot going on. As you're clicking around on your Rockstar satellite here this evening, no baseball. So what do we got? Let's see. Uh, CBS. Bunch of reruns. Oh, Big Brother. Anybody watch that show? Well, I know people watch that show. There's a couple of Iowans on it. So the wife last week has it on. Never watched a show before in my life. She hasn't either, but because there's a couple of Iowans there, she had to click on it. And there's some dude from up in my neck of the woods from Lake Mills, North Iowa Conference, represent. I'm called the Top of Iowa Conference. It's a conversation for another day. And uh, some other, some country goofball, I don't know. where. He, I think he's from Southern Iowa, something like that. Yeah, I'm going to uh, get control of the remote, make sure that doesn't happen. Sports-wise tonight, you got the 30 for 30. 30 for 30 coming up this evening, which will be about Mike and the Mad Dog. I personally never saw the show, heard the show, I should say, of Mike and the Mad Dog. I know what trailblazers they are because of my business, at the very least. It's on the DVR. It's set to go. You got the X Games tonight, which is apparently up in Minneapolis. I didn't even know that. Bad work out of me. More Summer League action this evening. Maybe. A little bit. Sure. I guess I could get into it. Soccer, the Gold Cup continues. It's it's a rough night. This might be a good night. Take the kids out. Do something fun. Find something for the special lady in your life. That's probably the route to go here this evening before baseball gets started once again. And, of course, the big news of today, Jose Quintana. Some final thoughts on that one as we put a cap on things. You know, after diving into the numbers that we talked about at the top, Quintana's numbers this year, they're up. Well, the reason that they're up, really the biggest factor about it, has been the home runs that he's given up. Has he lost the ability to keep the ball in the yard? No. Just a couple home runs, in fact, a couple of fluky home runs this year. It really turned it on its balance. You look at his FIP, and that is his fielding independent. Right around the career line, not a whole lot of different there. It's a good move. Not, not anything that's going to wow anybody. Jose Quintana is not a front-of-the-rotation starter, but it builds depth with John Lackey, his future more than likely over in Chicago, Jake Arrieta, same line. With those two guys, they needed to do something to bring in a guy that can help them out going forward, and they did that. Giving up Jimenez still seems like a ton, and now gives the White Sox a couple of top five prospects in baseball. Jimenez, 20 years old, and not only was this a player that is an uber prospect, a guy that people look at and the way that he has a chance to develop into being a power-slugging outfielder, but Jimenez, there's something that I've I've seen, read about him that you think of his future, he's got a chance, but it's just a prospect. And we've seen plenty of guys flame out. We've seen guys that are just like this, top five prospects that don't work out. Now, Alfonso for the A's had a couple of hits in the All-Star game the other night. That was a guy 
that was a huge prospect. That was a guy that was drafted incredibly highly, and it took a long time for him to develop. The Cubs are in win-now mode. Jose Quintana helps them win now. Don't look at the 4-8 and eight record. Don't look at the 4.5 ERA this year and think that you're getting a guy that's a dud, that's a back-of-the-rotation guy. He's a mid-rotation guy. He's good. He's solid. And now being perhaps revitalized, this is finally over. Because after the move of last year of Chris Sale getting traded to the Red Sox, he was the next in line. Him and David Robertson were the next guys that were going to be traded away for the White Sox. And with that hanging over your head, it's difficult for some guys. I think that's a piece here as well. I like the move. Tip of the ball cap to Cubs. We'll talk about this more as well coming up in tomorrow's show. Also, the Big 12 uh, released their picks from the uh, preseason poll that came out from the conferences. Next week will be Big 12 Media Day. Oklahoma, no surprise, the pick to win it all. Oklahoma State second. Kansas State in the third spot. Iowa State picked ninth. Picked ninth ahead of only, you guessed it, the Kansas Jayhawks. We'll talk about that a lot more in tomorrow's show. Plenty of Hawkeye talk, plenty of Cyclone talk. I'll come your way tomorrow. We'll be back at it. I'll be back at it tomorrow at noon. Jimmy B and TC from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. I met someone. You hear it a lot from people on Match, because more people have met their someone on Match than any other dating app. Everyone wants to find that meaningful connection. And Match is not only number one in first, but second dates, too. Now, here's a free offer for our listeners. Go to Match.com slash search for seven days free. That's seven days completely free to search, view photos, and connect. This free offer is found at Match.com slash search. That's Match.com slash search. Match.com slash search. The Home Depot has discovered an amazing anti-aging formula for your walls. Bare Premium Plus Ultra Paint, interior and exterior, starting at just $29.98 a gallon. Bear's formula provides superior stain blocking coverage, keeping walls looking newer, longer. It's not the fountain of youth, unless you're a wall. Bear Premium Plus Ultra, starting at just $29.98 a gallon, only at the Home Depot. More saving, 
more doing. Yours only. There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions! More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037, so he can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. Something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve2037? I guess I was thinking Steve2037 would just fend for himself. Well, all right. But don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots. You want to have money in your future? You got to start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Hey, let's just hope Steve2037 doesn't get his hands on a cold time machine because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. You can do this. You know, that really is the message. Whether you've got $270,000 in student loan debt or $27,000. Whether you've got a $50,000 income or a $500,000 income. Dave Ramsey, weekdays 9 till noon. Sponsored by Mediacom Careers. Count it down. Three, two, one. At Progressive, we think your floral boutique is the bee's knees. In fact, it's all the bee's knees in every hive of bees in all the trees from here to Belize. Please. Everyone agrees. You deserve the expertise of Progressive Business Insurance. With over 40 years of experience helping busy bees and their knees glide with ease like a gentle bee.